0: Jackson had
1: a 3.8 UBR. Wow, that was pretty good. Forty what? Forty. He so, likes those overs. Well, I, I just I just picked two unders. What? Oregon? <laughs> um, because I thought it would be fun, right? We want to see the turnover <laughs> chainsaw. We I wanna mean, see why not? The, the the bling and the lights of the Rose Bowl at eight o'clock.
0: Pack twelve after die. Good teams win. Great teams cover. I've always said. <laughs> well. With, with, with ten games over, Mister Safe
1: over there. Ga- oh, safe! Okay. That's a bold Mine, move, Cotton. Like uh, twelve weeks, we'll be unemployed. I just want to say that's right. Also, in, 12, in twelve weeks, we'll be uh, we we'll sit sitting next to the burn bar, burn barrel out, uh, under the bridge.
0: Run the RPO, Chad. It's not hard. Rutgers is good.
1: They lost yeah. their coach, okay? They're, they're, they're doing so good, their coach just got <laughs> fired. My notes yeah, on this game, did. it says Iowa and Michigan are both awful, <laughs> and their offense is very, very bad.
0: We need to come up I with, like, th- an algorithm. Uh, there's nothing to talk about. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. one sick. Yeah. I think he shanked the extra point. Leaches off his rocker. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kick Six Podcast It's Nathan, Caleb, and Jake.
1: That's right, this is the Six Podcast. I'm Nathan, with me as always, Caleb and Jake. Say what's up, boys. What's up? All right, so it's just Jake and I tonight. We're going to be doing, as promised, a little University of Arkansas Razorback preview show. I know, Jake, you've been waiting 365 oh, yeah. days since the last time we did oh, this yeah. to do another one. And uh, the Hogs are coming off a impressive, impressive season. Uh, that was uh, Sam Pittman's uh, third year, right? Or second year? Second, second year, yeah. So he he's which he's, is nuts. Yeah, he's way ahead of schedule. I got the the Razorbacks. Twenty twenty one felt like Arkansas was back, right? Uh, they kind of got off the snide in twenty twenty, got some SEC wins, uh, but uh, twenty twenty was a little bit of a different year, right? And uh, it's gonna be interesting to see what they do in twenty twenty two. Hogs were I've got nine and four. Is that right, Jake? No, uh, no, they
0: should have been. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine and four. Yeah.
1: yeah, I've got nine and four. They beat Texas ATM in Arlington. Yep. They beat LSU in the battle for the boot. They won the battle line uh, made up rivalry against Mizzou. Yeah, and then yeah. if that wasn't good enough, they beat Texas at home early in the season. Uh, and that's a career for some markets. They didn't just beat Texas. Yeah, they they uh, they they, they were, absolutely murdered Texas. Yeah, they ran the ball down their throat. That's a career for some coaches, but Sam Pittman did it one year. And then uh, they got uh, a little bit of Penn State action in the Outback Bowl, and they won that game as well. So yep. um, pretty good season for the Razorbacks, yep. uh, who have a very tough schedule that we'll talk about. But uh, I think what we'll do, Jake, is we'll kind of go position by position. Uh, kind of give me a little little update. Last year, I remember we started uh, in the same place we're going to start this year. And I think the outlook is a lot better, uh, at least for – the outsider looking in. Uh, the offense, we'll start there. Uh, the offense, uh, Kendall Bryles, he's in his third year as well. Uh, yep. The offense averaged 30.9 points a game in 2021. And I think the big thing is they led the SEC in rushing at 227 yards per game. Now, that rushing attack had you know three or four really good running backs, but it was actually led by... The man we'll start with KJ Jefferson, the dual threat quarterback. He had six hundred and sixty-four yards rushing along with twenty six hundred and seventy-six yards passing. Um, what's the story at Q B this year, Jake?
0: Yeah, I mean you can uh you can divest uh for a better season from KJ. Um I mean all the last off season, the talk was, you know, is K J it or is it gonna be Hornsby? You know, you know, he's got Hornsby behind him. Can can, can K J do it for a full season? Against the schedule. And uh, he did. Uh, he threw, what, three interceptions? Yeah. Uh, one was like the first game of the year, like the second drive. Um, and then the other one was a Hail Mary. Yeah, he had four picks total. Did he have four? Yes. And then he had um, uh, one was a Hail Mary. And then I know one was uh, at the Penn State game. He threw it to the back of the end zone. The kid just made a good play on it. But uh, no, for the word out of campus, KJ is having an extremely good camp like it's way better than last year like last year he would look at burks and then try to run um apparently this year he's actually going through reads he's breaking down the defense he's you know he's seeing coverages you know that's just what they're saying you got to see it on game day obviously uh but the word is that he looks like a you know possible heisman contender to be honest
1: yeah so um I know there were was, was some questions last year with his weight coming out of camp. Uh, yeah. He dropped a little bit in camp and, and looked pretty good throughout the season. And I do think his size is something that really helps him with that with that schedule that they play. Uh, oh, yeah. KJ's a guy who can take some hits. We we saw lots of quarterbacks over the last few years uh, that, that play, you know, in you know, such a tough, grueling uh, schedule, uh, not make it through seasons, right? I mean, almost right. every – every season there's a playoff contending team from either the Big Ten or uh, the SEC that uh, their quarterback goes down, if not for, um, you know, a season, but for a game here or there. And and that's something that you've got to be willing to rock and roll from. We saw what happened to that offense in the A&M game when K.J. did go down. Um, right. You know, so his health is huge. I think his size definitely helps. Um but uh, if KJ can just take that that next step that you see the quarterbacks take from year one to year two, which it sounds like what you're what you're telling me is that he probably will. Um, I think that's gonna be really, really good news if you're a Razorbacks fan.
0: Well, and also a lot of people didn't know it that he played hurt the entire year. He had surgery in the offseason on his knee. Um so so he was playing injured all year and what's funny is you know, you expect the quarterback to make a, like a giant leap, but it's like I don't know if we'll even see like i wouldn't expect a huge leap from him just because he made i feel like he made that leap last year like he overperformed so much last year that i don't know like i think he's going to do extremely good and but i think you shouldn't expect him to be like a 4000 yard passer like i don't think that's what he's going to do i think he's going to be steady like just how he did last year he might throw for more yards he might throw for more touchdowns but i think he just made he just overperformed so much that I think he'll probably take some little steps this year, um, as far as like mechanics and stuff go. But I don't think you'll necessarily see him have like a Joe Burrow year. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Well, and I think anyone would sign up for. Um, I think anyone would t- sign up for that that season. Right, uh, twenty six hundred yeah. yards. He had six hundred yards rushing on the ground. He was healthy most of the year. Uh, he tied for thirty sixth in the nation in touchdown passes at twenty one. Uh, tied for seventh, so top ten in the nation with only four. Interceptions. Uh, he was top twenty in QBR, seventy six point seven. So I think I think if you sign on the dotted line for that same season this year, I I don't think that that hurts your team. You know, I it, it, he's gonna be better, like you said, at the reads and stuff, just as as a second year player. But if yeah. he can just contribute the same and defenses have to, you know, cue on him like they did last year, it, it's gonna it's gonna be a good season. Now yeah. a lot of what KJ can do depends on what the running backs can do. And I, I mentioned that, um, you know, the points per game or the rushing yards per game, 20, 227 yards rushing per game for the SEC best um, of all the schools. And you think about the running backs and the and the teams in the SEC, that's pretty impressive. Um, is the running back group going to stay the same? Or are they going to get better? Uh, what's, uh, what's that stable look like for 2020?
0: Uh, yeah, they should be. To be honest, they should be better. Dominic Johnson, who was – uh, I guess you'd say was the featured back last year. I mean, they kind of split a lot, but Dominique's hurt right now. Um, he won't be there for week one, but I mean, it's like they have so many running backs. They have Rocket, obviously. Um, I believe Rocket is now up to like 230. Um, he was like 221 last year, I think. So he's up to 230. So he's even bigger than he was last year. Uh, everything that I'm saying is obviously rumor. you know, what, what's been reported out of camp. So they're just playing against each other. So, you know, anything I talk about with a player is just just solely based off what I've read or heard from, like, the camp side of things. But apparently Rocket looks really, really good. Um, They said he's running more confident. He looks bigger. He looks faster. Um, dominic has been hurt, so he's going to take probably a little bit to get back into things. Um, but he's like a kind of a goal line guy anyway. And then you got AJ Green, who I think is probably the most explosive of all the backs, and uh, he should be the number two. Him and Rocket should split carries in that first week. Um, and then you got Rashad Dubinian, who's a freshman, and I guess he's looked extremely good as well. So um, you might you might see a little bit of him as well. Yeah, and, and
1: Treylon Smith, he had 600 yards last year. He, yeah, he transferred uh, to, yep. to UTSA. Um, but uh, he, he's the only one that you you saw last year um, yep. that, that they had four, P, four players over 575 yards, uh, Johnson, Sanders, Smith, and Jefferson. That's uh, nuts. You know, if you can get to 2,000 yards rushing, you know, 2,500 yards rushing like they had last year and, you know, split it up against, uh, I mean, A.J. Green had another 227 yards uh, rushing last year malik hornsby had 136 yards so the rushing attack was was insane um and then it says that, you know aj green you said you mentioned him he's back uh he's yeah. he's from tulsa he's just a sophomore or a redshirt sophomore. aj yeah. he's a sophomore yeah.
0: he's a true sophomore yeah. so is rocket
1: yeah so that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be impressive especially with yeah. the next group that we're going to talk about we'll get to the pass catchers in a second but yep. so so i think everything goes through kj and then the the running game kind of sets things up um, no matter what. I think this is a run-first team. Um, yep. And it, it's all going to depend on the the big uglies up front. Sam Pittman's known for the offensive lineman. Uh, he's got four starters left. Myron Cunningham is the only one they lost. So I mm-hmm. think we can expect this offensive line to be pretty impressive,
0: especially with most of them having three years with Sam Pittman. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, we've said it all year, quarterback play. Is the most important thing that you can have in college, as far as on-field product. Bringing back your quarterback will always be beneficial. Um, nine times out of ten. Unless the second it's Bo biggest Nicks. Yeah. Unless it's Bonics. The second thing, the second most important thing, as far as on-field, is offensive line. Yep. If you can bring back three out of your five offensive linemen, that's good. If you can bring back four or five, that's great. And obviously, if you can bring back five or five, that's that's even better. But they bring back four or five. Um, I'll go left or right. Uh, you might know the left tackle um, that's going to start this year. It's Luke Jones. He's actually a transfer from Notre Dame. Yep. Um, he's from Arkansas, I believe. But apparently, I think he's about 6'5", like 320, I think. He's a pretty big kid. But apparently, uh, he has not even had competition at left tackle. I guess he has just been ex- just exceptional over there. Uh, so he should be a good left tackle. He's probably going to be better than Cunningham. Um, by the sounds of it. And then you got Brady Latham, Ricky Stromberg, Bo Limmer, and Dalton Wagner. Uh, Dalton Wagner's dealing with some back issues right now. Um, so you might see Tykes Crawford. Um, I think they said Bo Limmer or Brady Latham. I think it's Bo. I think Bo will kick out to right tackle if Wagner can't play. And Tykes Crawford will start at right guard. Um, you got Marion Harris, Andrew Chambly, Those are freshmen. You got Jalen St. John. Um, I mean, your offensive line is stacked. Uh, with talent, so um, I'm very, very excited
1: for that group. Yeah, uh, Jones was he was uh he was like a three star prospect prospect from Pulaski Academy, and yep. uh, he was just at Notre Dame for uh, one season. I think he was in the 2018 rec- recruiting class, uh, 2019. No, excuse me, 2018 recruiting cycle, uh, and then he transferred to Arkansas back in 2019. So yeah. uh, he's had a few years in college to uh, to bulk up and uh, and be there and and you know turn into an SEC. Uh, caliber player, but yes, I do remember when he was uh over there in in South Bend. But they have a, they have a bunch of O linemen, so I c- I can see how that is a you know a, a difficult situation. Uh, there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I I think far as offensively, the Razorbacks should be really good. Now the biggest question mark um you lose Traylon Burks, is who's gonna pa- catch passes. And I think that's where, where most people are going of be excited to see who trots out there and what kind of production they can get um, through, through this schedule at wide receiver and then also at tight end.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were worried when Burks left. But to be honest, I think that this wide receiver room is better than last year's. I think even without Burks, um, Warren Thompson apparently looks incredible. Like his red zone is uh i guess his red zone targets like he's catching everything he's just he looks bigger he looks faster they kindle Bryles i think said in a one of his press conferences recently that he has made the biggest jump out of any player on the team um they said he looks like a he looks like a completely different wide receiver so he's a big kid too and then you get matt landers from toledo um he's a transfer from toledo he's really um, yeah, apparently he's uh, extremely fast. Uh, that's what he—that's what he's known for—is the big play. And of course, KJ has a very big arm, so we'll probably see that connection a lot, and we'll probably see it pretty early. Um, the only concern with him is, I guess, when he was at Georgia, he was ex- outstanding in uh, camp, and he just couldn't translate it um, at Toledo. I think he had like twenty-five receptions, five hundred yards, like five touchdowns, something like that. So he had a lot of big. And he averaged like 24 yards a catch. So that's what he'll do. And then Jaden Hazelwood's going to be your slot. He's the transfer from OU. Um, and he's had a really strong camp as well. They said he's been a really good leader. Um, and they said he's he's been pretty steady. And then behind them, you'll have Keetron Jackson, who has been steady. Uh, Isaiah Sintega, Sintegna from uh, Fayetteville. He's a freshman. Uh, he's a speedster. Um, I don't know if you'll see him play wide receiver as much. Um, I think he's going to be on kickoff in punt return, though, uh, because he is just blazing fast. And I think the biggest standout from what people are saying is Quincy McAdoo. You know, he's a four-star freshman receiver, and I guess he has just made like insane catches every single day in camp. Uh, so they think he will work his way into the lineup uh, pretty early in the year. So personally, for me, I think this, this wide receiver room is a lot deeper, and I think it's easy to replace a wide receiver easier to replace a wide receiver than it is a a QB or a star left tackle or you know uh, one of those players because you can replace a receiver with four or five guys um so so I think I think I think we'll be just fine without without Burks to be honest
1: yeah I think uh, I think what you said right there is exactly true if I'm starting a season and there's there's two position groups that I've got question marks at it is running back and wide receiver. I'm not feeling as worried. If you've got no. the quarterback in the O-line there, great. Now Arkansas has got the running back stable that, that is, is something that they're confident in. They've got returners even better. So to just have question marks at receiver, you're going to get guys open because teams are going to have to play the run. Okay, so okay. Hazelwood, he's going to get some 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 stuff in the seam that's going to be open. Um you're going to have uh, the the guy that you I'm trying to remember his name you said he was just making, you know, great catches on the outside. Um, oh, Quincy McAdoo? Yes. You're going to get some one-on-one ma- matchups, especially you said that guy was young, right? He he's a freshman. Or he's whatever. a freshman. He's yeah, a true so, freshman. So so you're going to get some one-on-one matchups. Now, a lot of SEC corners. Uh, you know, that's that is true 50-50 stuff, but um the thing is 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 if any team is not going to play the run against Arkansas, they're going to get torched by the run. Um, so I like my chances one-on-one uh, w- with any SEC-caliber receiver. Uh, you know, unless you're just trotting out walk-ons on it out there, uh, I like my chances one-on-one. So I think Kendall Bryles especially will be able to uh, uh, exploit some, some mismatches. And, uh, you know, you devote too much to the pass game, they're going to run on you. If you devote too much to the run game, uh, those guys are going to, you know, they're going to have some one-on-one opportunities. So I, I think the yeah. offense will be good. So... Uh, that that leaves in question the Arkansas defense. Now tell me if I'm wrong, Jake, but they seem like they were a little bit bend but don't break last year. Um, there there was some there was some some games where you know they they had some 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 up and down, uh, but the defense as a whole for the season was actually pretty decent uh, last year. Now Ridgeway and Williams are both gone from the D line. Is that right? Yep. Okay, and then uh, they lost 201 total tackles between. Um, like forty eighth year senior, uh, Morgan and Hudson or uh, Henry, yeah. uh, Hudson Henry, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so no Hayden Hayden, Hayden Henry. Henry, yeah Hudson's, a, Hudson's a tight end, yeah. Uh, one of those brothers, right? Um, yeah. But Bumper Pool is back, and uh, he yep. he will kind of uh, solidify uh, that middle for him. He played a lot last year. He was actually their leading tackler, and then uh, Drew Sanders, who's a former five star from uh, Bama, actually transferred over. And uh, he, uh, we were talking before the show. He's looking pretty good at linebacker. Uh, what else can we expect from, I guess, the D line and then the linebacker? So the front seven group. Let's let's talk about them first, Jake.
0: Yeah. So the D line, you're going to return Isaiah Nichols, Eric Gregory, and Zach Williams, which is really big. Those are all, I think. Two. I think Nichols and Williams are seniors, and Gregory is a junior, redshirt junior or a junior. Um, so that's really big. They're going to uh, Nichols and Gregory are going to be up the middle. And then Zach, Zach Williams will probably come off one edge. And then you have Jashad Stewart, who hasn't played much. He's a freshman. He's smaller. He's 6'2", 240. I say smaller. You know, smaller compared to – that's big to me. But smaller compared to SEC standards. But I guess he's really quick. Um, he's really fast off the line. He's had a really good camp. Um, the defensive line is probably going to be the most underwhelming unit on the team. Um I think they'll be good i think you have a lot of experience and they have size it's not like they're undersized or anything they're big kids um behind the edges you're gonna have uh jordan Dominic from uh, georgia tech who has uh looked pretty good in camp uh they said he kind of took him a while but he's looked good and then landon jackson the, the five star from lsu that we got um he has started to come along really nice so i think i think d-line it's probably your weakest unit uh, as far as depth, as far as talent. Um, but I think they're going to be fine um, because your back seven is absolutely insane. Um, I think this is probably one of the best, not if one of the best, if not the best uh, back seven I've ever seen um, at Arkansas. Not in the, obviously not ever, but at Arkansas. All right. um, <laughs> Because you got Bumper Pool, who obviously everybody knows who that is. Um, He's a tackling machine, and you got Drew Sanders, who they say Drew Sanders is probably not only the best middle linebacker, but he's also probably the best edge rusher. So you'll probably see him blitz a ton, and you'll probably see him come off the edge a lot. Uh, I think he's 6'5", like 230. He's just like a natural freak. Um, So
1: he's going to be like that Will Anderson type.
0: Yeah, I think he's gonna be I think you're gonna see him standing up a lot more and, and playing playing inside too, um, just because they need him there. Um I saw in the in the spring game, which was a while ago, but in the spring game, I mean he chased down Malik Hornsby a few times. And the guy's 6'5, 235, 230. Uh so he's a big kid running down, probably our fastest player. Um, so that's a really good sign. Um and then in uh, and the secondary, obviously you return, which I think is the biggest the biggest returning player we had, and that's Jalen Gatalon. Um, who has the talent and uh, has a chance to be an All-American if he stays healthy. So you got Catawan, and then you bring back Miles Slusher, who's the other safety. Um, So that's huge. Your safeties and your linebackers are going to be extremely good. And then on uh, on the boundaries, you bring back Ladarius Bishop. He's been here four years, I believe. Um, he had a good year last year. Uh, there's some times he got burnt and and all that, but you know, he has a lot of experience. And then on the other side, you have Hudson Clark who's also extremely experienced. Um, he's apparently had a very, very good camp. Um, I know a lot of people hate on Hudson Clark, um, but, uh, he's had a very good camp. So, I mean, the kids should start. Um, and then you're gonna have Jaden Johnson. who was a freshman last year. Uh, he went from 225 down to two Oh five in the off season. He slimmed up a lot, uh, you know, to help, help mobility, all that. Uh, and then you have transfers Latavius Brinney from Georgia and uh, Dwight McLaughlin from LSU. So you'll also see them a lot. Um, Latavius Brinny's a safety. He's he, he'll be behind Catalan technically on the depth chart, but um, uh, you'll see him play. You'll see him play quite a bit. And then Dwight McLaughlin's the other corner. So you just never know. I mean, he could. Sub in, you know, if if they don't like the package they're in or if they don't like the matchup they have, you know, just just whatever it is. So, um I'm very excited about the back seven on the defense. Um Uh I I looked
1: this up, Jake. Uh Drew yep. Drew Sanders may be the highest rated prospect coming out of high school that Arkansas has ever had. He was the number one athlete in the nation in the twenty twenty class. He was the number three player in Texas and he yep. was a twenty two player um in um in his class, a class of twenty twenty, he's from Denton uh, yep. Ryan High School in Denton, Texas, which is a powerhouse. Uh, he's rated a ninety eight point nine six overall, four hundred and forty seventh all time rated recruit. Um, that is an impressive athlete, six five three, or excuse me, two thirty two. Um, yeah, I I uh, I did not realize he was that highly touted out of Denton, Texas, but uh, that's that's a huge get for Arkansas.
0: Well, and, and apparently he's showing it. Uh, I guess he's been. He's probably he uh, he could be a WNR best player.
1: Yeah, he uh, he uh, all indications say that he should. Uh, he played quite a bit at Alabama. I'm trying to how, I'm yeah. trying to find his his stats at Alabama. Here, here we go.
0: He got hurt like the third game of the year, yeah. and then lost his job to whatever five star player Bama brought in.
1: No, absolutely. Uh, yeah, let's see. I think it was
0: Dallas. Dallas Young or something like da, that? Uh, or uh Dallas something. Dallas Turner? Dallas Turner.
1: Yeah, he's he's a monster, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. if you get beat out by Dallas Turner, that's really nothing to to hang your hat about. But uh yeah, last year he didn't play very much, but he had twenty four total tackles uh in just a few games. Um so um <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun to see him uh to see him out. Run right around but, out there. Yeah, that's yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. All right, so uh, you mentioned the the back seven. You mentioned uh, Catalong. You mentioned uh, Hudson Clark. We got Drew Sanders off the off the list there. Uh, we got the rest of the linebackers. So it, it looks like things are shake, shaping up to be a, um, a pretty impressive roster for Arkansas, one that, you know, back in 2019, 2018, 2017, um, night and day compared to what they had uh, that they were touting out there in those days. Recruiting has changed. The transfer portal has definitely helped right you know instead of that yep. that, that four or five star kids sitting on the bench somewhere at Alabama who's got 50 of them stacked up uh you know these guys kind of wasting away uh the transfer portal has definitely helped these kids space out a little bit um which is which is what you want to see right yeah. um yep. now we would be remiss if we didn't mention the greatest kicker in all of kickers <laughs> cam little uh, yeah, you know, uh, he is back, so I think your 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 field goal, um, you know, your field goal duties will be taken care of. Um, and that's so
0: big in college, especially in college. Massive. Your special teams is massive. huge.
1: Ask uh, Ask Nebraska. Ask yeah. Nebraska. That was three and three and nine, and could have been nine and three, uh, had they had just a few more bounces go their way. So massive, massive, especially in, in yep. the SEC where every game is close. Uh, points are hard to get, right? Over-unders are not yep. high in the SEC, and um, unless it's a Bama game, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, so I think it's going to be good. So, looking at the schedule, well, mm-hmm. we mentioned how tough it is, okay? All 12 opponents played in the postseason last year. All of them were, were bowl-eligible. Um, they, they've they got a few G5 teams on there, uh, but since he and BYU, BYU is independent, I really kind of, Consider them kind of somewhere on the fringe, but they'll be a power. Both those teams will be power five next year. Uh, you've got Liberty, who's been one of the better G five teams uh, in quite some time, who does has a, have an SEC coaching staff over there at Liberty, and then you've got Missouri State, which is actually an interesting game based on who their coach is. So there's not a game on this schedule that's like a Portland State or that's like a North Texas, um, even though that North Texas beat us uh, a few <laughs> a few years ago. We're not um, talking. About yeah, yeah, we're not that's a different 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 team. Um <laughs> Yeah, much different team. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah. Yeah. Trust me, that that reminds me of the 2016 and uh, Notre Dame getting beat by Duke at home. So uh, <laughs> bad bad days have been had all across college football, but the season opens with Cincinnati uh, yep. at home. Uh you've got five your first five games are at home with one at a neutral site which is just right down the road in uh, Arlington, Texas. So that that's one that Arkansas fans will travel to. That's against A and M. But I've got this game uh, coming up on the first of October. Uh, home game at Bama. Uh, yeah. Arkansas should be, you know, three and one at worst, I would think. Uh, but let's let's go through the schedule. You know, kind of what you're thinking. Uh, Cincinnati at home uh, to start the season is no cakewalk for sure.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I've said this on a few of the other shows that we have done. Uh, And it might come back to bite me, uh, but I think Cincinnati's a little overrated this year. Um, I think that I understand that Luke Fickle's a great coach and and all that, but he has it. I mean, it took him four years with Desmond Ritter to get to a college football playoff, which is awesome. Uh, It's awesome that he got there with a group of five team, but it's also a group of five team. And they lost every... Besides their offensive line, they returned their entire offensive line. But they lost a, their, their best receiver, their top running back, their quarterback. They lost both starting corners. I think they lost a safety, a starting middle linebacker, and their best edge player. Um, that is hard to replace at any school, let alone a group of five. Um, they had a top 50 recruiting class, which is, again, great for a group of five team but it's still just a top 50 class. Um, we should, or, or, or to be honest, we do match up better in every category on the field. Uh, quarterback, running back, O-line, wide receivers, you know, et cetera. Um, and it's at home. This place is going to be packed. A lot of people, I think, are picking Cincinnati um, just because they made the playoff last year. Again, I personally think Cincinnati's overrated. And again, it could come back to bite me. I could look stupid a week from now for saying that. Um, They could beat us, but I don't think they do. Um, To be honest, I think we're going to run all over them. Um, I don't think they'll be able to stop the run. I think KJ's going to have a good game. I think the defense is going to play really well. Um, Barry Odom's one of the best defense coordinators in the country, and he's been here, what, three years now? So that is a huge advantage. Uh, Bringing back both coordinators and having them for three years is massive. That's something that really Bama doesn't even do. No, nobody Um, does that. Yeah, nobody does that. And so that is just so big. Um, This, unfortunately, the schedule is what it is um, because this has the potential to be a really, really good year. Um, It's just the fact that we play the schedule we play. And so, you know, if we lose four games, some may see that as disappointing. I would see that as a very, very good season if we went 9-4 and again Um, with the schedule. Did it back-to-back years with the toughest schedule in the country going 9-4. and Um, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but I don't think we're going to go 9-4 this year. I'll just do a little spoiler.
1: Oh, oh, Jake's got high hopes. I do. I do have high hopes. I, I do. Okay, so we get we get past Cincinnati. Uh, they lost yeah. They lost five players in the first 100 picks. Okay? Yeah. And then they got Kobe Bryant was the 109th pick. Uh, Jerome Ford was a running back. He was a fifth rounder. Uh, Darren Beavers was a linebacker. You talked about 182nd overall. And then Curtis Brooks was that D lineman you talked about. Um, and then of course they've got um you know sauce Gardner they got Ritter uh, they got that receiver uh I can't remember his name um, well they
0: they got they lost an edge rusher uh, Maja Sanders or yeah, Maya Sanders. Ma, maja
1: Sanders Sanders he was one of the, yeah. the ones in the, yeah. in, the front, in the front end of the draft so yeah. they they uh Alec Pierce he was the second round Alec pick. Pierce yes he was he was 53rd uh, yeah. Brian Cook was the safety that they lost Ritter and then maja Sanders he was uh the 100th pick. Uh, he went I don't to, think they've announced a QB yet. he actually went to the Cincinnati Bengals, which is pretty impressive so yeah um, they their backup last year wasn't bad uh, he was I did some research on them you know of course Notre Dame played them and, and crapped their pants and um, <laughs> whatever um, Brian Kelly was uh, was checked out so but anyways so they, they get past Cincinnati I think that's a game that like you said a lot of people are are, are thinking is, is going to be tougher. I think Arkansas is going to come out of the box hot. Um, uh, they got South Carolina next. It's at home. Uh, Spencer Rattler comes back to um, the four states area. Um, yep. but yep. I, South Carolina is one of the hardest teams for me to to pick in the SEC. Uh, just because you don't know how much was beginner's luck last year and how much is gonna you know kind of transfer over. Um, I think Arkansas can get that game. I think they're probably a, a touchdown favorite at home against them. Missouri State. Uh, we talked about the Petrino. Um, narrative. I guess you would say the the interesting fact of that. I would like to be at that game just because I think it'd be awesome. And no, no. I want to sit on the Missouri State side, uh, just to kind of see what is said. Um, but uh, so A and M, Bama back to back, not ideal. Um, w- what are your thoughts on A and M? We we kind of talked about them. I told you my dis dislike of of ATM yeah but uh what, I mean, what do you think that game
0: looks like yeah uh, so it should be good yeah so i think we beat be south carolina i think we beat be missouri state uh spencer rattler doesn't worry me and if, and again this could come anything i say could come back to bite me i just want to put that out there so I, people don't make fun of me hey man uh, you,
1: you gotta you gotta <laughs> be principal here you gotta stick yeah, to what know. you
0: say. spencer rattler's not mobile and i think that helped i mean barry odom should be able to disguise a lot of things because he can't run uh that's why he struggled with you anyway A&M, when we beat them last year, I said after that game, I think we're going to beat them again next year. I I have had a feeling ever since we beat them last year, I think they got over the hump of not being able to beat A&M. We always played them tough. Even when Chad Morris was here, we played them tough. When Brad Bielema was here, we played them tough. We played them tough, and we could never beat them. Last year, we played them tough, and we beat them. Yes, they were hurt. Yes, they had injuries. But like you've talked about, they did beat Bama. So they were obviously capable of it, uh, whether Bama was having an off day, whatever, whatever you want to say. I personally and I hope I, I think I, I think, I think we're going to win this game just because I want to be 4-0 going into Bama so bad just for the national attention and just for the college game day will be there. Like just every, and I'm going to that game, like even 3-1, 2-2, two two. if we were 2-2 two two going into Bama, it's going to be packed. It doesn't matter. I still think we'd have a chance, but I would love to be for zero going into that game. I mean, you'd have playoff talks with us. There's just a whole bunch around that, but they is extremely talented. They're young and their QBs. The, the QB, any QB they play is not going to have any experience besides Max Johnson. And we've already seen him. So I hope he plays. Um, uh, but, but I, I think we can beat them again. I really do. I don't think, I think they're overrated as well. Um, I think they're overrated every year. Uh, Jimbo's teams have been top five, top six, top seven every single year, and they finish out of it every single year. Yes, uh, they lose games they're not supposed to. Um They end up being eight and four. Or, you know,
1: nine. there's a, there's a
0: graphic like he's had the same record to the same amount of games that Kevin Sumlin did. Yeah, well, and he, he's making way more money.
1: So, so I I don't know. Not to get on a tangent, but since it's just you and I on the show, we only got one team to cover. So did you see where Paul Feinbaum made the comments about, oh, Notre Dame's ranked high every year, and then they, they yeah. you know, fall out? Yeah, okay. yeah, I think I did so, see that. So, so the last five years since the 2016 debacle, so from 2017 to 2022, they have finished the season higher than their preseason ranking. Now, every year it's gotten a little higher, whatever, great. Um, what, what's where's, what's he saying about A&M? Every year they're in the top 10, and then they go 8-4. and four. Well, look at Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. They, they Michigan's had one, like that They had one good year Now Michigan I think Jake I think Michigan might, They could be good Might be my sleeper team I think they're gonna be Really good this year No I do um,
0: too But they're not, But they're a team that's Texas is like that
1: Yes Yep
0: I mean Texas is like that and The only reason Notre Dame it, it Got a bad rap Is I always make fun of you No, you know dude, we, can't, we
1: can't win a big game Dude here's the deal Like remember yeah. It used to be called Clemsoning Yeah No 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 Clemson fit, fit, They shut that up Right it's yeah. not gonna happen unless you go on the road at the horseshoe and it's a last second game like if you go yeah. and it's anything other than that okay maybe they're up 14 and you score a late touchdown and seven. Yeah. like that that doesn't that doesn't help you right you you gotta you gotta beat Clemson with their best guys out there whether yeah. it be at home and yeah. you, you gotta do that so no I totally get it and it it's the same thing like you know 2021 for Arkansas was or 2020 was a great year right the covid year. And then they backed yeah. it up and came in last year. And I think this the okay when is Arkansas going to take that that huge step back that they had under Chad Morris and then you know the whole debacle before that, um, you know so that that's that's where they're at. But this whole AT, A- ATM scenario is they keep getting these recruits. Oh, this is the year Jimbo's offense is going to be good. He's finally got his guys in there, and that's every year. Um, and I'm with you now that you said, hey, Arkansas finally got over that hump. They figured out how to beat them. Um, until Jimbo changes his offense, I don't I don't foresee them having a chance at the West.
0: Yeah, so I I I'm gonna say that we're four and zero going into this game. I I really really think we will be, and I really hope we are. Um, if we are, this will be a top five matchup. Whether and this could be a top, depending on what other teams do, this could be a top three matchup. This could be a one and two. Um, if we're four and zero with wins against Cincinnati, South Carolina, Missouri State, and then A and M. Um, I don't see any other team having a better, 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 uh, w- um, better resume than that by week five. Um, so I, I would assume that this, and that's part of the reason I want to, I hope <laughs> over four is because this could be a legitimate, like a, like it'd feel like a playoff game, uh, with it being in Fayetteville and everything. With that being said, I do not think we beat Bama. Um, we've seen it again and again and again with saving teams. They lose the year before, and then what happens the next year?
1: They they win the national championship in the even years. That's when uh, – I'm pretty sure that's the year that they – I can't remember if it's even year that, that they, they beat Auburn. There's one of the years where they always beat Auburn. I can't remember if it's even year or the odd year. But there's the other one where the Auburn gives them a scare or they or yeah. Auburn wins and the, the year that they beat Auburn, that's like the technical one. Um it's always a it's always a Bama Bama championship. So.
0: Yeah. I mean you're you are you would be looking at the top four match. If if we're four and we're going to this game, that stadium's gonna be rocking. You never, never know what can happen. Are we talented enough to beat them? Yes. Do we have the coaches that can beat them? Yes. I just think we got Bama on an unfortunate year. Um, their defense is going to be nuts. Their offense is going to be nuts. Uh,
1: Bama could, this could be the best, if everything holds serve the way that, that uh, everyone is, is is discussing Bama currently, um, yeah. it could be. Very scary. This is the best Alabama team that Nick Saban's ever had.
0: Yeah. The only thing that we have going for us, which I just said, is it's in Fayetteville. And if we're four, and like I've, I've been, even if we're two and two, this game's going to be packed. Even if we're two and two, I still think we have a fighter's chance. That does not mean that we can't beat them. I just, I think this is the only game on the schedule where I go, where I personally go, there, this is probably, it's. this is unlikely. It is unlikely that we're going to beat them. I'd love to. I just think with how they had the year they did last year, I highly doubt it's going to happen again. I don't. I don't think they're going to lose a game. Um, you want, I would be shocked. You don't
1: know what the early spread is right now. Alabama, Arkansas. Yeah. Arkansas plus seventeen and a half.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. That, absolutely. That I would say. I would. I, I. To be honest, I think we'd cover that. I think we'd play them tight again. Well, dude,
1: um, and that's and the the thing is is, but but I mean that's that's where the two programs are right now. Currently, yeah. you know, Arkansas so played them tough last year. It's like everyone is like, oh, the Ohio State 15 and a half over Notre Dame is disrespectful. Like, why? Why, why is that disrespectful? How is how has anything been proven otherwise?
0: Like, yeah. I like, mean,
1: would I take 15 and a half? Yeah, I would probably bet that, but I mean, if I lost, I wouldn't. And that's what people
0: have to understand too: yep. is that's part of it.
1: That's part of it's it. it's money. Yep.
0: They, they they know Arkansas fans are going to see 17 and, a half and go, yep. "What are you talking about? That's crazy!" I'm bet bet, I'm bet bet bet. Yeah,
1: and what does Bama do? Co- good teams win. Great teams cover. cover.
0: Yes, they yes. they'll cover. Yes. Now, do I think we could cover seven? Would I think we cover seventeen and a half? Uh yeah, that's going to be my kick six pick of the week. Yeah. It, it's well, we'd be probably choosing that game, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like. But it, it, do I think that we're going to beat them? I don't. Uh, I think that's going to be the first game we lose. I think we're going to be 4-1 there. And I'm going to be honest with you, I think they lose the next game. I think they lose that Mississippi State.
1: I'm high I'm high on the dogs.
0: I know. We should have lost to them last year. Uh, what we KJ's final drive was incredible. That's probably the best drive, one of the best drives I've ever seen live, if not the best drive, because I was pretty young in the mallet era, so I didn't get to see any of that really. Well, so, the Hogs do get a bye, though. Is,
1: they do get a bye.
0: Going into that game, who
1: Arkansas gets a bye going into Mississippi State? No, 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 we get a bye after
0: BYU. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, so I, to be that's honest, that's I think that's a rough we, schedule. <laughs> I know, I think there's a chance you see us start four and I think we could lose three in a row and then win five. Um, I could see us being nine and three, you know, next year. Um, but, but. I think we're going to lose Bama. I think we're going to lose at Mississippi State. That's very hard to play for. I hope we beat Mississippi State. I think we can beat. I think we're better than Mississippi State. But they should have beat us last year if they had any type of field goal kicker. They missed 50 field goals. I was at the game.
1: They missed a lot.
0: Yeah, they missed at least at least nine points worth of field goals, if not 12. I think it. I think they missed four field goals. Um, and one of them is to tie the game. So they should have beat us last year. They didn't. We played, you know, what KJ did was awesome. I'm not taking anything away from him. To be honest, we should have beat Ole this last year, too. Um, but it just didn't happen. But I, I think after you play Bama and everybody's going to be up for that game, and it, it, especially if they beat you by 17, I think it's going to be really hard to get the guys back from Mississippi State. And then you got to go to BYU. Now, a lot of people are picking this game to be the one that Arkansas needs to watch out for, and that's exactly why I think they're going to win the game. Because I think they know that. I think they're going to be focused for that game. BYU's playing Notre Dame, uh, which is similar to Alabama for them, um, and I think Notre Dame probably kills them—not um, kills them, but I think they're going to probably beat them pretty bad. And then they have to go and play Arkansas at home. Um, so I think I think we actually get that game going into the bye.
1: Yeah, I think I think that game right there. If there's a trap game on the schedule, you know, Arkansas could be one, two, three, four, five. If they get that Mississippi State, they could be five and one coming off a win at Starkville, yeah. in a, a one and one stretch at Starkville and uh, Alabama at home, and then they got to make that trip to Provo. That's gonna be that's gonna be a jacked up crowd. Uh, yeah. they're, they're all whether BYU is four and zero or two and two or zero and four. That crowd gets pretty Shows crazy out. out there, right? Yeah, you got, you're gonna have probably a night game, uh, especially if Arkansas has got two losses or less. Um, you know, that's going to that's gonna be a big game. That's one of their, I'm looking at BYU's schedules. That's their big, almost their biggest home game uh, of the season because the Notre Dame game is on a neutral field. So here's their other home games uh, for the season. They got uh, Baylor, which that's a pretty good yeah. one, and they've got Utah State. They've got Arkansas, East Carolina, and Dixie State, and that's it. So that's the, that's the game of the year for BYU when it comes to home games. So that's going to be a tough environment. But if the Hawks can get out of there, um, and we'll talk about BYU on our Thursday show. We're going to go through some of the independents on Thursday. Um, If they can get out of there, man, I think that's huge, and that sets them up really nice for the end of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see us beating Mississippi State after the Bama loss and losing to BYU. Um, I could see us only losing to Bama going into our bye week. And being six and one going into the bye.
1: If you're six and one going into the bye, that's a, it's going to be a good season.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we're, if we're four and, what is it? Four and three going into the bye, I'm happy because the after the bye is, it's much easier for us. Um, After the bye, you get a bye week before you go to Auburn, which in most years I would say that's a loss. I think we beat Auburn. I don't think. I, I just I think Auburn's gonna be extremely bad this year. Um again, could be wrong, but I think just with everything that's going on down there, um, I think they could be I I I actually wouldn't be shocked if they fire Ha in the middle of the year. Um like they did Chad Morris. I, I could not I that wouldn't surprise me. Um but so let's just say let's say they drop one of the Mississippi State BYU game. Okay, so they are what, five and two going into the bye? I think they beat Auburn. That's six and two. I think they beat Liberty. Liberty lost a lot. They have great coaches, but they lost a lot. They lost Malik Willis, um, which is the most important one. Um, He was a very, very good quarterback. Uh, They lost him. I don't see them beating us. Um, So, so I think after that, you get LSU at home, Ole Miss at home, and then you go to Mizzou. The only game, I don't think LSU beats this. I think they have a little bit before they're going to be pretty good. I think, you know, they have kind of quarterback controversy going on in their own camp. Um, they lost a lot of players. They brought in a lot of players. New coach, new blah, blah, blah. They could be really good. I, I don't know. But I, I think that game's going to be packed as well. Um, I, I think we win I that. I would rather play them
1: early than late.
0: Yes. Old school LSU teams, yes. But this is kind of a different situation, Yeah, they could, in be, my opinion. they could have
1: quit by now, too.
0: Yeah, this is a little bit of a different situation, in my opinion, because of, of just everything. Um, they could... Uh, they could be one of the worst teams in the West this year. Um, I don't think they will because they're pretty talented. Um, they have a lot of a lot of talent, and 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 Kelly's a good coach. So I think they're going to be good. But you get it in Fayetteville. Um, I think that one worries me a little bit, but the next game worries me a little bit more, which is old Miss. Well, no, it doesn't. LSU worries me more than old Miss. Ole Miss, we always play them well at home. I don't think they beat us at home since like two thousand seven, um, and I don't think their defense is going to be good. And their offense, to be honest, isn't it's when they had Corral, it was great. But you bring in a new QB, they lost a lot of weapons. Um, they lost a lot of O line pieces. They lost their running back. Um, Ole Miss could be pretty bad this year. Um, not bad, but like, you know, seven and five, six and six. I could definitely see that. I could see Kiffin having a down here. Um, they still are very talented, but you get them at home. Um, LSU probably worries me the most after the bye week.
1: Um. Yeah. So uh, I I'm pretty sure uh, that that battle, the QB battle, Luke Altmyer and Jackson Dart, it'll be settled <laughs> by the time Arkansas plays him. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of people are picking actually Ole Miss to be last in the, um, last in the uh, the West. West. Now they they've got a really good running back. Uh, his name is uh, it's escaping me for right now. Uh, uh
0: it's um, it's uh. If you wanted to say anything, I would have told uh, you. Uh, gosh, dang it!
1: Not early. I keep thinking so not, I keep not early, right? Is there, is no,
0: a... he he left. Um, Jerry on no, he left. Um, holy cow, Snoop Snoop, Snoop Connor. yeah, Snoop
1: Connor, yep, yeah, he's he's back and he he's he's pretty dang good. No, yeah. Snoop Connor is at the the Jaguars. Or I think Early's back. No, Early's with the Chiefs. Who is that guy?
0: I thought it was Snoop.
1: No, he's he's with the Jaguars. I'm trying to think
0: of that. oh. I'll,
1: I'll find his name. I thought they got a transfer. They got a transfer running back.
0: No, hmm. no, 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 no. Hang on. I'll pull it up. I'm just going to look at their box score. Uh Parrish. Is it Parrish? No. No, he's at Miami. Yeah. Who is it? I'll find him.
1: Um, Zach Evans.
0: Oh, TCU. Yes, Zach yeah, Evans. TCU, yeah. Yes, yeah, he is real I, knew, good.
1: I knew he was a transfer. Yeah, he, he's, he, yes. he's bad to the bone. Um, so, so he'll be, he'll be great, but what else will that offense look like? I think, I think Link Kiffin can score some points. They don't know what the defense look like, so it'll be interesting to see, uh, how they do, but LSU uh, probably going to
0: be our toughest game after the bye.
1: LSU, the, the problem with, with predicting these is the people who cover, um, the the cover of these teams are typically very homer, homer. right yeah. well, i mean i get it right we're no homer here. man right no homer we're looking at this i mean like we, we get it like we're looking at this from hey man what's the best case scenario can we get to to bama 4 and 0 can we get to auburn 6 and 1 or hey can we beat bama can we can we cover the spread to can we actually yeah. we can win that game right so i i get it yeah. i get it but the problem right now is you go in and you try to get a feel for some of these teams and everybody's undefeated and everybody's awesome in camp, right? And it's like all oh, the defense dominated today, but the offense dominated yeah. yesterday, so the both groups are just really good. You know, LSU's D line is just in, incredible. Right, Brian Kelly's making strides and you know, these guys are way ahead of schedule. You know, um it it, it is tough. Like Brian Harson, the the players are rallied behind him because they felt like they were the ones attacked last year and right. they got their coach. So it's like you don't really know right? I can tell you Mizzou's probably not going to be good. Liberty, yeah. Liberty's probably not going to be what they were last year. Cincinnati's definitely not going to be what they were last year, but it's a dang good first first game of the year, right? S- South Carolina, I mean, Spencer Rattler, is he going to be when he looked good at OU or is he going to be look like when he lost his job at OU? Missouri State, like Arkansas probably going to win that game, right? Um I mean, Missouri State's coach may not even show up for the game because he's too busy, you know, with extracurriculars. Um, <laughs> you know, coming back to the old stomping ground, You had to go pick him yeah. up at Dixon Street and, and yeah. Uber to the sideline. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I mean, y- you don't know. So uh, I guess Jake, let's we're getting we're getting we're getting on the timeline here. Give me your kind of final thoughts. Give me your prediction. I think he kind of mentioned some nine and three action. Uh, which I yeah. think is a really good schedule, and then I need your your over under pick. I think we know what you're going to take. The over under I think is seven and a half uh, yeah. on the hogs. So uh, just kind of answer those things for me. I'll put you in the dock, and we'll be good to go.
0: Yeah. So the only reason that um, that that I think our hom- homerism is different is because we've seen bad. Yes, like we've seen as bad as it can get. Oh, dude! And this—you
1: got a five-star transfer from Bama. Yeah, like two of them. Yeah, you got
0: Hazelwood was a five-star.
1: Yeah, you're you're, and so was Landon
0: Jackson. Three of them.
1: Yeah, you're on cloud nine right now.
0: Yeah, so like I've seen as bad as it can get. This team with the experience they're bringing back, with the coordinators they're bringing back, everything points to being an extremely good year. The only downfall is the schedule. They've got to play a tough schedule. Um, Looking at this. I think now last year I think I predicted this go over. I think I predicted us to go eight and four. I think. Um, and that sounded crazy because of the schedule that we had. And you hit it, man. Put it right and on. I think I think I hit eight and four. I'm going nine and three this year. I think Bama's a loss. Um, and then I think there's two games that I've talked about that I think we could lose, whether that's at Mississippi State, at BYU, LSU at home, AM. One of those, I think we lose. I don't think we lose all of them. I think, I think we lose two of those games. Um, I think we're nine and three going into a really, really good bowl, and, and and hopefully we win the bowl and we finish the year ten and three, which would be the best Arkansas team I've ever seen that I remember. Obviously, like I said, 2011 teams. That was 11 years ago. Um, I was like 13. I didn't really follow. I didn't really follow the Hogs that closely.
1: You were that young
0: um yeah i'm 25 so yeah when they played uh, i was 14 13 14
1: when they played kansas state in the sugar bowl which had been what i
0: when they had bielema maybe when they had bielema they played k-state in 2016
1: in in a was it no it was before it was after that they played k-state not in the texas bowl in the they played them in a sugar bowl oh Um, oh when they
0: had when they had petrino yes uh, I don't remember that now. D- those offenses I,
1: were so nasty, though.
0: The, I vaguely remember the Ohio State game that we played. we played in a bowl. Yes, we played them under Petrino. We lost that game. I do remember some. I do remember some of the games. Like I remember Tyler Wilson more than I remember Ryan Mallett.
1: Yes, yeah, he was after right. I played. Yes. I played baseball against Tyler Wilson. Tyler Wilson's about really? about my age. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember him more than I remember. I'm not like I remember the throw before halftime against LSU um, to Kobe Hamilton, where they scored a touchdown. 2011
1: shoot. Sugar Bowl. Yeah. yeah. See, I
0: don't. I wanted to. So yeah. So 2011. What is it? 2022. Right that's now. When,
1: that's when they played Ohio State. Yeah.
0: So that was 11 years ago. Yeah. So yeah, I was four, 13, 14.
1: Yeah, that's the game I remember. And then I, there was a K State game, uh, Arkansas. It wasn't. It wasn't. It was another big game. Uh, Kansas State bowl game. I know
0: Bielema played K-State. Yeah. Because they wore the Christmas helmets. Yeah, in the
1: Texas Bowl. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think we killed them.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That was that was like oh B-Lim was back. That was the one. Yeah. And they're wearing the you know, the cowboy hat. Uh the twenty twelve Cotton Bowl, number six Arkansas versus number eight Kansas State. Yeah, and, I don't remember that. And then we also that, that we also played Wilson. them in the two thousand sixteen Liberty Bowl.
0: Which yeah, was, Liberty Bowl, twenty sixteen. What I thought?
1: Yeah, would have been Belama. Yep,
0: think, I think. Yep. But, but yep. yeah, I uh, I see. I see nine and three. Um, this team could very well be eight and four. Um, they definitely could. They could lose another game that I don't think. But I, they could have another nine and four season, and that would be completely fine with me. And both I those think are really they're gonna, good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with this schedule, there's not many teams in the country outside of Bama, Georgia's, Ohio State. Even I don't know about Ohio State, but Ohio State. That that could do it back to back years and be successful like that. I think nine and three, hopefully ten and three after a bowl win, um, is my prediction. Yep.
1: All right, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. I got you on the over. Um yep. I, I think the hogs either way, a nine and three season with this schedule is a really fun schedule for for a fan. An eight and four season with this yep. schedule is a really fun season for a fan. Right, seven
0: and, and five would be disappointing to me. Right, right. Personally, I,
1: I think so. I think so. I think the over/under is set at seven and a half. I think if you get the over, I think that's something that you are like, hey, super tough schedule, right? Uh, the way the way things the way things lined up, you've got twelve bowl opponents that you've got to play. Uh, that's a that's a really good schedule in the toughest division. I told you we talked all seven of the SEC West uh, are the top seven power rated uh, schedules. Uh, yep. in, in the nation, uh, all seven SEC West teams are in the top 25 of the power yep. rankings. Um, so, an eight and four Arkansas team could realistically be a top 10 team, um, yeah, depending, absolutely. depending on the power ratings. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, that that's the way the schedule looks. You know, is, and I understand. Like I, I, I follow. You know, I follow Hogs pretty close. Follow. Um, you know, everyone knows who I follow. Like probably the closest. Uh, and I'm looking at our schedule and I'm looking at the power rankings. and last year we were at eleven and one. I think if we went nine and three this year, I think it's a better season than eleven and one last year uh, yep. because of the schedule. and and most people don't look at that realistically. Um, but I, I think realistically, if you're looking at eight and four eight and four season, nine and three is amazing. eight and four is kind of the 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 floor and the expectation. But if I asked you in twenty nineteen, what's the expectation record in three years? And you said eight and four, I feel like that's a realistic expectation.
0: Well, yeah, and people have got to remember that we were literally three years removed from the worst Arkansas team that we have ever seen. And Chad the Chad Moore's era.
1: Oh my gosh.
0: The fact that we went nine and three or nine and four last year after just two years of Pittman in this program and with Bryles and, and Odom is incredible yep. so we got to remember that we even if we go eight and four that's us that's it, we literally just came off where we won back to or we had back-to-back years we won two freaking games Yeah. Yes. so we just got to remember that and I, I think and you play this the, is probably the toughest
1: division in college sports
0: up and down this is probably the most again i'm younger but this is probably the most talented team that i've ever seen in fayetteville as far every position, At every position, and, and, retu- and, and returners
1: everything. at the key spot. Yes, That's
0: returners, crazy. coordinators, the group of coordinators they have, the returning players they have, everything. This is probably the most well-rounded team I've ever seen.
1: And and it, it's gonna it's gonna be a test this year if they do have an eight and four season or a nine and three or better or or like a ten and three season with the bowl. It it's gonna be interesting to see if they hold on to their coaching, right? Because yep. that has played a big part in it. Uh, you 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 kind of looked into everything with the 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 pieces that came available when Pittman was hired. I think yep. he was the right guy for the job. They didn't go with a flashy name; they went with a culture guy. I think that's yep. great. When you look at culture guys, you look at guys like like Dabo Sweeney, right? That that come in and they they set that culture and then they build around that. So I think that's great. I think that yep. was, that was a good move uh, by Arkansas, and it's, and- it's paying dividends.
0: I also believe that both coordinators signed the deals through 2024, so if they were to leave, they would have to pay the program the rest of their contract.
1: Well, that is a that is a good. I believe for the Hogs.
0: I could be wrong, but I think they did. Yeah.
1: All right, Jake. It's been fun, man. Yes, sir. That was a fun hour. Yes, sir. Right. Well, yep, hey, that was uh, good, y'all. Thank you for listening. Um, make sure that you're subscribed, rated, reviewed, uh, all of those things. That way, you won't miss the pod. Like us on Facebook. Uh, we will have our week zero picks coming up on Thursday. Believe it or not, Jake, we are oh, just a crazy. few days away from week zero. I'm excited. And then next Thursday it gets crazy. Uh, as we as we kick off September, we got a whole like five days in a row of college football. Things get nuts. Um, any last words, Jake? Hogs by ninety. All right, we will see you next time.